Hello and welcome to You Like the Worst Stuff. Off the top, congratulations to Elden Ring, your game of the year. Cat Riley. You mean a game released before October can win this thing? Joe Foreman. Finally, some recognition for George R.R. Martin. Tony Sadowski. I look forward to playing it on Switch 2 via the cloud sometime in 2027. I'm Joe Haygood. It's time to sift through the wreckage of another Game Awards on episode 469. The stuff you like is bad. The stuff we like is worse. You like the worst stuff. The pop culturally questionable podcast. Worsting it up since 2011. Press start in three, two, one. So this week in questionable pop culture, as we mentioned, the Game Awards happened. It did. So roll call. Who watched it? It was three hours of advertisements and 12 minutes of saying who won. I watched the entire thing. The whole thing for me. I did not win a Steam Deck. Uh, and, and, and I'll tell you, that thing was long. Once again, on the next day, you had people coming out and saying, yeah, actually, that was pretty good. I think they improved the pacing. I think okay. it was a pretty good show. Like. Every year now we're going to get this, and it's the same trash every year where <laughs> Keeley and company blow through like four awards at a time right. just to get them out of the way so they can hurry up and run a 30-second commercial for Hello Neighbor. Also, don't forget the fact that they also did like a good chunk of uh, the awards in the pre-show before the show. Yeah, they did that last year, too. And I think it's hilarious when the Best <laughs> Nintendo Game Award gets dumped to the pre-show. <laughs> womp womp. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, so right, families. Right up at there. At least with... they let somebody actually, you know, talk on that one. Yeah. A lot of the awards, even in the show, they were yeah. just blown right through. Didn't didn't award them to anybody. Didn't show any of the games at all. <laughs> no, it, it, nope. It's just. It, it's it literally sad. is. It's just, it, it, it's just an advertising parade. That, and if that's that... what you want to do, great, fine. But don't continue to make a big deal about the <laughs> awards if you're just gonna blow through them like that like who cares don't e yeah. don't even bother with the awards if certainly the, don't bother making it for a public vote because where everybody the, where everybody fights about it like the genshin and the sonic fandoms fought about they this could year. just ease just as easily call it game showcase 2022 and like yeah w do a little hey look fest. back at the greatest games of the year and like yeah do away with like, the whole awards altogether be because he makes a big deal of the awards the Genshin and Sonic fandoms were at each other's throats, were abusive and toxic for like As we should be. I mean, over they should be. <laughs> over it. And like, and it doesn't even matter because it's barely an award in the show. So like, stop it. Stop enabling the doofy fanboys to uh, fight about stuff when you don't care about it either. You're just here so you can cut to a picture of Reggie in the audience. <laughs> or my favorite cut, after Crash Bandicoot crashes the stage, then they cut to Phil Spencer. <laughs> what have I got? I, I guess the surprise was that Elder Ring won a pretty good chunk of awards, along with God of War. They seem to be the two uh, the two games that really kind of Yeah, God, God of War of was running away with it. I thought for sure it was going to win Game of the Year, and... Uh, and then the Elden Ring was a, a bit of a surprise, I think, at the end. I know I was pretty way off on most of my choices. So. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you were way off. Well, part of it is I hadn't played a bunch of the ones that actually did win, like God of War and Elden Ring. So. Right. I'm very unlikely to ever play the winners. but I mean, I, and I know I, I, I criticize it, but also at the same time, I do like seeing the new stuff that they're advertising. I'm not going to lie. I mean, 
you know, rolling into it, we were going to talk about some of the announcements here. And, and did anyone have Death Stranding two on their on their play cards? Yes. Okay. Yes, oh everybody gosh, did. Yes. Okay. yes. I I had no idea that that game was going to ever be announced. That, that, that had been rumored for weeks. Okay. Oh yes. I I honestly did not know that was. I was like, they're gonna make a sequel. Okay. Woo-hoo. I know there's people who like the game. I really hope that he comes up with something else for DS to stand for. <laughs> oh no. Because they going. just put on stage DS2, so I really <laughs> hope he comes up with something. That would be fantastic. Uh, uh, there was a lot of talk and, and a lot of hype for uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Yes. And the whole time I'm thinking, they're like, did you guys play the first one? Because it was pretty lousy. I I liked it. Like, I mean, I, I, I was going back because I, I came to it later. I came to, to Fallen, Fallen uh, whatever it was, later. Fallen Order. And, and uh, I noticed as I'm playing it that, all right, this is kind of like, this is kind of glitchy. This is kind of screwy. This seems a little half-baked in a lot of areas. So I went back and read the reviews, and the reviews were all like, oh, yeah, it's a, it's pretty good except for all the bugs, but they'll probably patch all those. <laughs> like every review said that every launch day review said that and there i am like like eight months later no they didn't patch anything gang it's still full of weird bugs and a com- not a particularly compelling cast and huh so then to, to watch everybody lose their minds over over the sequel whoo boy you guys are never gonna learn anything are you because we are about to see it replay. I was trying to think of some of the games that there was that what was it? Rocky City, uh, Rocky City. That's what I'm thinking with Vanilla Did, Ice. And like yeah, that trail. that will absolutely flop. That will that was that was such a weird game. Like Danny um, Glover. It's just full, it, you know what? It really is sad when when somebody goes all in on the jokey cameos stuff. Um, yeah, sorry, that's gonna flop so bad, and and we're all gonna wonder, gosh, gee, how'd that happen? Yeah, because. We're over this. Those I cameos will say, mean nothing to anybody under the age of 40. I mean, forget it. Uh, speaking of things that will appeal to people of a young age, um, I personally enjoyed seeing uh, Mario slam getting slammed through pipes, uh, <laughs> knowing how much Foreman would hate everything about that clip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The- you know what, I, no, what I loved about it was that the Nintendo fan base was like, completely all exposed nerve endings expecting a legend of zelda trailer oh and, god and, and all nintendo did was show up with a stupid movie clip again yep um so <laughs> that yeah. they can't figure out how nintendo works by now it's, i don't know yeah Hopeless. they are just because nintendo debuted a zelda trailer like once at one of these things like seven years ago every year they're convinced that that jeff Keeley is going to come down from the clouds and give them more precious Zelda stuff that they all swear they're not they're not watching anyway because they don't want to be you know spoiled but no they're all watching it um but yeah no the you know the Mario movie man the Chris Pratt just sucks <laughs> nothing no way there's no way around it I mean, how about uh, Kat? Did you have anything that you saw I know Death Stranding's probably Death Stranding 2 is probably the big announcement for you mm-hmm yeah yeah um, I'm excited about that. It looks great. And also, um, I'm interested in Final Fantasy 16. Okay, they got yeah, a date, yeah. at least. It's uh, next summer, so June. Yeah, it's going to be fun going back and seeing how many of these get delayed. 
Right. <laughs> like, oh yeah, Final Fantasy 16 in June, huh? No, it's uh, not. Yeah. Maybe by Christmas. We'll yeah, see. yeah. By this time next year, you might maybe be playing Final Fantasy 16. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I th- Joe, what's what's your take on the big armored core reveal? Because that was treated like it was the most amazing revelation since the okay. Rock was in Fortnite. <laughs> like, is that? I mean, I understand there was you know a million ar- there was there was a time and place and and, I mean, and fandom core, for armored core. Armored core was big back in the day, and then it disappeared. Right, I mean, kind of. Yeah, if I, I mean, went and talked but, but, to any of my anybody I know. No one has ever played that game that I have ever met. And then it disappeared for a long time, and then it came back. And I was I, I will admit, I was watching. I was like, I might be interested in this. I mean, it was funny how how much buildup. Jeff Keighley gave to that announcement. Right, he like, was he was almost in tears. I mean, you know, it was like he had seen the face of God and wept for seeing it, and it was like... <laughs> and, yeah, and, and I was all set to, like, run onto Twitter and, like, dunk on Armored Core, and then I saw all the people in my feed going, wow, Armored Core, I can't believe it, I so mean, I went... So I went back under my rock, like, all right, clearly I'm out on this one. I'm a sucker for for any kind of mech game. I mean, I am, so, like, yeah, I'll, I'll probably at least... It, it, it's going to be on my radar. I don't know if it would be a day one purchase, but it's definitely on my radar. I mean, I was looking at the Suicide Squad game because I was real lukewarm on the initial announcement. Well, know, I mean, that one, the, all we got was just a movie. They didn't show yeah. anything about how I mean, it they still haven't shown still... any gameplay for that thing, have they? I don't think so. Not really. No. I mean, I'm curious because I've always liked what Rocksteady does. Um, Koei Tecmo, they have that Wanted Dead game that looked kind of interesting. Um, and then, um, I was trying to think the Hades two announcement was, how about, how about uh, another oh, Bayonetta game, man? That Bayonetta game, I got to admit, looks kind of cool. Cause it's not, they are dead game. set to try to make Bayonetta a franchise and it's just not going to happen. Best it? action game, buddy. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Well, it's, it, you know, it was, what's funny is they as don't I sell that, well. <laughs> well, you know, the funny thing is as I watched that Bayonetta trailer, I honestly was Tony. I thought you would be into this. Just from the type of gameplay and the look of it and the style Tony, of it. Tony, it has cartoon characters in it. You might like it. It, it has an art style that I thought would appeal. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong. I don't know. It's not – I mean, no bayonet has been on my radar yet, so it <laughs> would have and to I'm do sure, a lot of heavy lifting. But I mean, they are trying to set this way back to be like, this is how Bayonetta became Bayonetta, it sounds like. So it's like, all right. So Right. I am not deeply invested in her lore, I will say, but, uh, you know, I'll give it a look. You know, like I said – I thought the uh, I was excited, to, uh, perked up a little bit to hear that the Celeste creators are making a new game. So yeah, that's that's true. I yes. liked Celeste a lot. It was fantastic, and they're working on another beautiful two D side scrolling little game. So I'm I'm excited to see what that one turns into. I also have to admit uh, the Baldur's Gate one looked interesting, but I didn't know who the character was at the very end. And I played all the other Baldur's Gates. I was like, that was Jimmy. I was like, I don't remember this guy in the chest. I don't know who he is. He looks like the guy from Dark Sun, but they're two different franchises. That was Drizzit? I have no idea. Yeah, I I did. Who's the guy with the white hair that was on all the novels? (laughs) Um, Hey, and how about Diablo 4, man? I would have swore that came out like eight years ago. Nope. It it, it was announced, I think, about six or eight years ago. (laughs) (laughs) No, I. I'm ready for it. It'll be. Did we play that at E3? Diablo 4? 
Hey, no, no, no. Oh, the, that was Diablo 3. That was Diablo that 3. Was Diablo 3. Okay. See, I, that I thought so for sure that ago. was Diablo 4. That was And Horizon 20... Forbidden West is getting a DLC uh, little add-on. Yeah, in, Wonderful. In right, Love it. Right around the same time as Legend of Zelda comes yeah, out. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to say... I love the Brilliant. fact that Eloy is coming to the West Coast specifically. Yeah, Hollywood, town. baby. But uh, she can't come to the CPT. There's Just no way have the that sign is it. still standing after all that time. There's maybe no the uh, maybe the wildfires are finally over. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll bl- just we'll just blame Eloy for the wildfires. How about that? That works for <laughs> me. She gonna fix it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that was it exciting. Is, it is subtitled "Burning Shores." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, that's I guess too the on the nose, one hasn't guys. happened yet if it's still there, so. Yeah. It's too on the nose. Uh, and then uh, Judas, which I did, I mean, I don't know what that is. They showed it. It's you're like, you're often confused me... by trailers a lot, so that doesn't well, no, surprise me. I watched this a couple times because I'm like, all right, I like Ken Levine. I like the Bioshock games. I, I liked most of what he has worked on. Yeah, there's your mistake there because Ken, Ken Levine's a craphead. I, I could not figure out what this game was technically about. I'm it's, like, it's a trailer. Yeah, I know. That's what, what, do you, what are you ex, what are you expecting? Well, I, and, and to be You're honest, expecting I, a Wikipedia paragraph no, here is a trailer. And, They're showing and, off what it I looks want, like. They're showing off the. I bet you shoot stuff. I want a gauge Guaranteed. of what it might be about. I mean, it would be. Dude, it looks like the same thing as the last eight games he made <laughs> in space or whatever. I mean, in stuff. all honesty, at the end of the day, it's like, all right, Judas, cool. It's probably not going to hit anything until 2024 or 2025. Yeah. But, uh, and then no Idris Elba's coming to Cyberpunk. Oh, now here's a question Do you think <laughs> that he shot all that before? That game came out and, and and was such an embarrassment, or do you think they somehow talked him into doing it after they had? had... I, let's let's put it this way: I don't think because why would you agree to do that? Why? I, I don't know. Look, if it, it was, was desperate before. times during the pandemic. Nobody was doing much of anything, so. Interesselva needed a couple paychecks. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know what the roadmap was for that that. DLC because everything got sidetracked. Right, because it was such a trash fire. So, so. It, it, unless they had him under contract before all this happened, which would that be could weird. be too. That could be too. <laughs> I mean, he's there, and like, I'm they like, started playing that cyberpunk stuff. I'm like, oh Christ, did they get Keanu Reeves to like sleepwalk through more of his <laughs> of his terrible voiceover? He was so bad in that yeah. game. He it is he is in the DLC. They have already they already made His that clear. His voice acting is atrocious. It's, and I didn't say that on Twitter either because I knew I'd get yelled at. It did <laughs> it did leave a little to be desired. So. Yeah, I was like, oh god, are they having him do more? No, they got Idris Elba. Oh my god, that poor man. Does he know? Do you know Mr. Elba? So Idris Elba's in it. We know that uh, Keanu comes back. They, they couldn't have made that announcement last year, so, yeah. <laughs> or the year before. No. So <laughs> they yeah. finally waited so, yeah. until they got like the I game said. to a a uh, a uh, level where people were actually willing to speak positively of it. <laughs> and I, Foreman, I know you're not a big fan of it, but I I did like the Jedi Survivor announcement. I thought it looked good. I, I'm I, I'm interested to see more. That of the game story. was a mess, just a mess. I'm looking forward it really to was that's why I'm surprised like this is the best Star Wars game we can do this one well it is this the buggy best thing that, it is I the had cutscenes playing with 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 audio out of sync hey look the fact that if you, you look at the catalog that? of if you look at the catalog of what EA gave us in the Star Wars universe in their 10-year contract 
yes, this was the best that they could give us. Was it the only thing they gave us? No, they gave us the two <laughs> battle. Fr- they gave us the two Star Wars Battlefront games, and they were those not great. were good. Those were better than this. Those looked really good. Always played well. I'm gonna did really interesting things like letting you play as a Death Ewok. And I mean, I did like the story stuff in the second one, but boy, I, I, I would you're, say... You're, you're telling me that Fallen Order was better than that? I thought Get it was better. Get out of here. That I'm game just was buggy. You. I'm just telling you. Mess. I enjoyed it more. Boring white guy is the lead protagonist? <laughs> Get out of here with that. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. Every, and I, Again, like I said, I loved going back and saying, yep, it's, it's pretty good, except for all the bugs that we hope they'll fix. They didn't fix them. So you really shouldn't be reviewing games based on your hopes <laughs> that they're going to get better hey, later. Maybe this will be good one day. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Anybody have anything else they want to throw out before we move on? The awards itself, like, you know, all the Nintendo stuff, I was not surprised to see what won. I, I'm just glad to be able to lord over every gamer in the world that the greatest and best multiplayer game of all games is Splatoon. <laughs> so if you're playing a game where you play against someone in the same room online doesn't matter if it's not splatoon it's not as good <laughs> keely said so can't take and it back congratulations to genshin impact yeah no, no i mean kirby kirby winning was fantastic most anticipated zelda wonderful of course duh um Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope, which just came out like three days before. Right, nobody has even seen uh, it yet, but sure. Somehow that won. Great. <laughs> and Sonic the Hedgehog 2 was snubbed. Also, I like the, uh, there was a companion piece called the Wholesome Snack Game Awards Edition. Uh, basically time to glom onto a little bit of the Game Awards attention from uh, wholesomegames.com, which I enjoy following because they have cute little Instagram feed and they put out stories about cute and cozy, cuddly art-style games that are right up Tony's alley. So I enjoyed, of course, everything in that reel and recommend checking it out if you like the kind of same warm, fuzzy games I do. They always show off some great ones. And uh, it was very exciting to uh, watch the Steam Deck giveaway kind of ebb and flow throughout the night. Um, Sometimes it worked, and they were actually listing account names. And like sometimes the, it was Steam IDs. Uh, no, and of course, one of the earliest ones was MILF Hunter, uh, which <laughs> there you are in the middle of Christopher Judge giving an impassioned and, and, and heartfelt speech, and there in the sidebar is, congratulations, MILF Hunter, our latest <laughs> Steam Deck winner. Oops, oh my gamers. God. Still gamers. <laughs> and now let's give away a game. Let's give away a free game here on Steam. Redeemer Enhanced Edition LYQ95P490FM7IE5 for Redeemer, the Enhanced Edition on Steam. Hopefully, it redeems the game awards yes. for you. Redeem, Redeemer. Hopefully. Just to clarify, the last digit was five because he went on to say four Redeemer Edition. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. ah, let him type a four at the right. end, cat. What can it hurt? Add some, mm. add some suspense there. Dun, dun, did dun. did j- 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 Joe Foreman make a m- m- mistake? No, <laughs> C- couldn't be. Was he mean about the Star Wars game again? <laughs> wow, he hates Keanu. Get him. Get him. <laughs> Cancel. And now we come to one last thing where everybody gets a chance to throw some love, throw some shade at something they want to talk about. Cat, what do you have? So I've been playing the Turing Test on, well, it's a PS4 game, but I've been playing on PS5. And it is pretty fun. It is a puzzle-solving game. 
in outer space. Um, it's fairly predictable the, in the plot line, but I'm enjoying it. So I think you should all check it out. When did that come out? That sounds like something I was looking for. It came out I... for Windows and Xbox in 2016 for PS4 yeah. and 17. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's an old one. But, it, you know, it was free with PlayStation Extra. and. Oh, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. Well, there you so go. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, speaking of that, my one last thing is uh, a, a PlayStation Plus freebie of Biomutant. Um, and I remember that coming out and thinking, oh, that looks kind of interesting. You're some, you're some kind of little, like, rat thing, and you're fighting in an open-world thing. Sounds like the kind of thing I'd like. And, oh, boy, I think this one's actually worse than uh, than the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. It's, it's, it's rough. It yeah, is it is rough really game. rough. It, it makes a whole bunch of really weird decisions right from the start. Like, it has a narrator. Yes. I really wish it didn't. Um, it does this thing when you're doing when it does character dialogue where it doesn't tell you what the character's saying it tells you about what the character is saying yes it's really absurd it is really obnoxious to it, have to read it, it made choices yeah I, I was, it, it, it fell bad like it, it, it fell in a bad way um, and, yeah like this oof, yeah it's rough and I'm like I'm playing it hoping that um, it becomes charmingly rough, but I don't think it's going to land it. I don't think it's going to make it. I think it's just going to be rough the whole time. <laughs> but oh, it well. is free if you've got PlayStation Plus. So. Joe, what do you got this week? I have, speaking of pulling stuff off of the old pile and finishing it, uh, Call of Duty, Black Ops, Cold War. I finally went back and finished the campaign. On, uh, uh, on Switch. No, not on Switch. That that oh. will be next year once that's all I done. That, I thought it was such a popular sealed. franchise for Nintendo fans, though. <laughs> Ten years, baby. It will be. <laughs> Ten years, yeah, baby. I thought Nintendo, wow. <laughs> Ten years. That in. surprises me. I suppose that was a big uh, Nintendo thing. And that'll be right about the time the Switch 2 comes out. So. It, Perfect. That, man, that campaign completely lives up to the weirdness of Black Ops in every way that it should. It is so so just off the it's like it plays like a super normal chill kind of call of duty it's like all right do this do this do this and then you're like i'm waiting for it i'm like this is black ops so something weird has to happen in the last third of this game and boy does it get weird and boy was i happy because it was it was dumb weird and i was like yeah this is good i'm okay with this uh so yeah i enjoyed that so that's for me uh tony what do you got you know for the last several months i've had an album that's been stuck on loop on Spotify and on my Apple Music as I've been going about my life. Uh, when I need to have some tunes spinning, I'm making dinner, I'm walking the dog. And that has been an album by The Beths, which are a New Zealand indie band. And the album's called Expert in a Dying Field. And I heard it on one of the like local indie nerd uh, public radio stations here in Philly and fell in love with it immediately and really loved the album, so recommend that it's gorgeous and great. Um, but the thing that finally knocked that out of heavy rotation for me after so long was the release of the River City Girls 2 soundtrack, which is long awaited by hey. me and I'm sure lots of other folks who played the first one and love the soundtrack to death. Um, there are, shockingly, I know, some fabulous tracks on there, some really interesting stuff that our buddy Megan McDuffie's doing this time. So we haven't played the game yet, but... <laughs> But yeah, we've uh, we've been able to hear the soundtrack for a couple of weeks now. 
and um, it's uh, it's pretty phenomenal. So I'm excited to play the game itself. And uh, you will be playing that game very shortly, sir. Yeah, but there there are, I mean, the, spoiler: there is probably good. There's going to be some haunted areas. So she's playing with spooky sounds and some of the things, but does the kind of like you know cartoon spookiness stuff, and uh, in addition to her synth sound, and there's a track that's. Uh, you know, it mentions bones, so you have like what sounds like clanking together skeleton bones as the percussive instrument during the thing. Just mm-hmm. a lot of creative stuff, and beautiful acapella track called "Yesterday," which sounds um, very much like they just let Megan do whatever the heck she wanted in this soundtrack, and it paid off with some beautiful right, stuff. Right, right. They know she's good for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see how it actually you know plays into the game and where it falls, and you know, I'm excited. So even more excited for the game. And my, my daughter is like, I don't want to listen to it. I want to experience it when the game, when I play the game. And I couldn't wait. So. <laughs> you're spoiling her. I had to you're do spo- it. I had to listen to it. And it's really good. So I'm a purist. I mean, yeah, think about it. The first one was such a surprise. We didn't know there was going to be a great soundtrack in that game. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So Yeah, I had that, I had that original soundtrack in rotation. Yeah, it's great. For a it's long still time. so great. Oh, and Tony, I, I, I have one thing I have to apologize to you personally. Me? Oh, buddy. Yep, because... I went to the Nintendo Mall tour. What? And did not meet up with you there like we have in previous yeah, years. Yeah, that's our classic tradition. I, I sent you a picture a couple of weeks ago. Of yeah, it you because did. Because it, it was real bad. It Pretty was, dire it looked. Yeah. It, yes, it was. It was it is not worth risking COVID to come out to the mall right, and meet right. up Thank to you go for to this. that bullet for me. <laughs> this was, but you know, we just happened to be shopping in the area of, sure. of, of, and like, all right, let's go, let's do it, let's stop by. Um, the uh, it doesn't even have a floor this year, which that that's your sign that it's not a very good showing because Nintendo's usually there's not even throwing down for like the experience kind of design. They're just, not putting down the carpet at all. It was uh, just a couple kiosks, one, two, three. I think only three kiosks actually. Oh, double sided. Yeah, that is kiosks. a far cry from what we uh, enjoyed back yeah, in the day. Yeah, a, a big one that was doing Splatoon 3 and a small one that you could do Switch Sports on and then another small one that you could do, they just had a Switch on it. And you could, you could, you know, there were a couple of those. You could just play uh, whatever it, There had to have been whatever Just Dance it is this year. They, they weren't showing off anything new or interesting. It was, God. oh, Christ, here's Switch Sports. Oh, great, here's whatever. I mean, my, my son played Sonic Frontiers for a little bit and we were like, oh, okay. Yep, um, game of the year. You owe yeah. me an apology too, because I demanded pictures of your pins and you did not. Oh tell yeah, me. they they were giving away <laughs> little holiday pins and those cheap drawstring bags that you know every everybody gives away these days. Yeah, uh, yeah. with for uh, Kirby, your your uh, one of your game of the year winners, uh, um, Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Was it the so cute the, pink oh. one? No, it was not. Ah. Oh. It wasn't even the one that you got off of uh, the the my Nintendo stuff. It was just a, a different. Um, I still use that. Bag. That oh, I think my son has it. We still use that uh, drawstring bag with the Smash Ball on the front that we got. Yeah. I think there a couple of years ago. Yeah, it was cute. Yep. It's good design. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for episode four hundred sixty-nine. Wow. Already. Yeah. Until next time. Bye all. We're out of here. Bye everybody. Thanks for listening. Say hi at rest.tv slash discord. Follow you like the worst stuff on Facebook or find us on Twitter at the worst podcast. You can support the show at patreon.com slash worst stuff. And thank you if you do. Music provided by Eric Madias of soundimage.org. Until next time, game over.
more people watched the Game Awards than are still playing Multiverses. You like the worst stuff.